Manimal here. It's Monday, April 17th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we've got a little bit of around the league, but we're talking about the Rangers. The Rangers beat the Astros this past weekend, two games to one, and we're going to talk about it all. So we're going to talk about all the injuries, all the reports. We're going to go right into the box scores. So just join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can also catch Texas Rangers with the boys on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at TX Rangers WTB. And you can also catch us on our website. That is Texas Rangers with the boys dot com. All one word. And joining me today, my co-host, 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing today, buddy? Are you as excited as me about that blockbuster Texas Rangers weekend? Hard not to be excited about uh, the weekend, Kev. Um, but uh, um, I'm, I'm going to try to I'm going to try and downplay the excitement because I, I realize that it's April, what like 15th? I don't know, 17th, sure. 17th maybe. Let's go with that, 17th. Um, but, uh, I don't want to be too excited. I know that, uh, you know, there's a lot of season left to go and, um, you know, they've got plenty of times, I believe 10 more times they'll play the, the Astros. So we'll get to see that later down the series, but, uh, we're going to take what we've got in front of us and be excited about that and see that the uh, Rangers have, have, uh, played some pretty good baseball so far this April. Man, like super excited. And, also, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say that uh, you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull. You can find me on Instagram at Manimal Three Hundred, and you can find me on Facebook and TikTok at Bull Pro. So, uh, whatever your favorite social media is, uh, find me on that platform, and uh, we can talk baseball uh, no matter where 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 we do it on social media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're we're huge on Facebook, but uh, you know, who cares about that? Let's talk about the Texas Rangers and what has transpired over the weekend. Um, well, we do, we are supposed to t- t- technically do around the league, so yeah, the Rays count is over. Now, let's get into the Texas Rangers news. The Rangers beat the Astros two out of three over the weekend and uh, stroll into the AOS, leading the AOS by one and a half games. That uh, that's correct. They're um, they're they're in first place as of right now, and uh, you know, whereas uh, last last week, most of the week, the the team that was behind them would have been the Angels. Right now, it's uh, the Mariners. So, mm-hmm. so things are changing in the middle of the pack as well, and uh, the uh, the Rangers. Well, you know, they they had their big week in in Houston and this week they'll uh they'll continue that road trip and they'll they'll be in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, so, and not can't 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 what is it the the kind of hangover? Uh we got to make sure we don't have that kind of hangover effect and go, you know, go to sleep on a on a team like uh the the Royals who we saw can can put up runs every now and then, so you you don't want to you don't want to just you know rest on rest on it. We gotta we gotta keep this division lead. Um, so 
we'll get into all the games and we've got three games to cover from the weekend. So we won't talk a whole lot more about the Astro series until a little bit later, but another big thing going on in the Texas Rangers news right now is in something we've talked about all off season. And we've talked about on our uh, exclusive content and that is Evan Carter. Um, it just can't, <coughs> he's just making waves, man. You just, it, it's, it's kind of becoming an inevitable conversation of not if, but when, um, he's going to be in a big league uniform because he has been unstoppable uh, down at Frisco. Well, you know, normally the question is 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 how close to ready are are the are the guys, and and I don't know that Evan Carter. The question's ever going to be like how close to ready is he? I think the question is 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 there anybody that's in front of him that's going to block him? Mm-hmm. Because I mean. At this point, I mean, I'm not saying I've seen enough that he's like a major league baseball player right now, but mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen him a couple of times and then got to see him on TV after watching him play live. And I mean, you know, another another six days this week, and I may just be convinced that he's ready to play major league baseball. Yeah, I, I, same thing. I, I watched a, a good amount of uh, Rough Riders games over the weekend. Big weekend for all the organization because uh, Frisco, Round Rock, um, Wood, the Wood Ducks down east, and, and Hickory all had pretty good, pretty big weekends as well. But again, I feel like it's crazy that we're coming out of the weekend, a huge weekend. And, you know, of course, the two out of three from the Astros and leading in the AOS is the big thing. But the second biggest thing going on is is what what's going on with Evan Carter and again we've seen him live we've watched enough tape or enough of him playing games and he just I mean he's a nightmare uh for opposing pitchers to get out I mean it's almost like you feel like every time he's up to to bat he's gonna get a hit or he's gonna really you know make it a challenge just to get it out so um yeah I kind of with you do you think that that what the Rangers have at the big league level right now is enough to hold him back, or do you think that um, do you think do you think he could have an ECA of twenty twenty three? I think organizationally, he might be the second or third best outfielder in the whole entire organization, mm. and it's probably second best. I mean, so I just don't I don't know what's going to stop him at a certain point this year because at some point, if Grossman continues to struggle. Duran and Smith are going to continue to be infielders. Um, Jankowski isn't the answer. Bubba Thompson isn't better than Evan Carter. I would take Evan Carter at the plate every day right now before I would Bubba Thompson. Um, yeah. I mean, and, you know, Leone last night had a hit, had a hit the night before. So I, I have hopes that he comes around this this season at some point, but I, I believe that Leone Tavares is probably a better defender than Evan Carter, but as far as left field and what he offers at the plate, I don't know that there's another, besides Adolis Garcia, that there's a better outfielder in the system and the whole thing. Right, and, and just being honest, we love Adolis Garcia on this show, but I don't know how much longer he can he can he can stay the top outfielder if Evan Carter uh, truly uh, is is the real deal. 
And, and speaking of Leoti, you know, I mean, he really right now feels like he would be better suited as maybe the fourth outfielder uh, in a good outfield because of his defense, his ability to hit a little bit. But yeah, I think it is asking a lot of him uh, right now to to be the starting center fielder on a, on a I don't, team. I don't think that uh, at this point in his career that that's asking too much. If that's asking too much, then then he maybe isn't a a starting outfielder in the big leagues. And I yeah, I don't think it where he's at and where he should be and all of that. I don't I don't think that should be the case. And if we're we're making that excuse for Leodi at in year twenty four or twenty five now, then Maybe he isn't the guy. Well, I just wonder because I, I watch him at the plate and, and I just, you know, I don't know how confident I feel about him uh, in those situations. And again, that's just that's just how I feel watching him. I, I do think I would probably – do you think that Evan Carter would do better um, at the major league level right now? Or do you think that maybe Leody might be turning a corner? Well, I don't think he's a a better center fielder than Leoti. So if no. if Carter were on this team, he'd play left field. Okay, and so you're you're thinking if he does replace anybody, it's gonna we're probably looking at Robbie Grossman, who's been struggling to play. Yeah, it's left field. Um. Well, let's not sit too long on this subject. Let's talk a little bit about injuries. There's not a whole lot of news coming out of uh, the camp about. Um, about Mitch Garver, unless you know something I don't. Uh, just every report I've seen that he was feeling better throughout the week last week. So hopefully, if nothing else, he'll be back in the lineup to hit. Okay. And then uh, we saw a little scary moment with John Gray on uh, Saturday night. And uh, it, it appears that X-Ray's come back that he's doing okay. Yeah, he took a, a comebacker that uh, – it looked pretty flush when it happened, and uh, I think he said that it kind of felt pretty f- flush. So uh, I think he thought it was broken. I think they kind of thought that he was uh, going to going to miss an extended period of time. But from all things indicated, it doesn't look like the uh, they anticipate him missing a start even. So hopefully, it's just the little bit that they shut him down. Uh, Saturday night that he probably had a chance to pitch that he'll miss. Okay. Well, without further ado, are you ready to get into some Rangers box scores and forget the break? Let's jump right in. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Okay. So uh, Friday night, Friday, the Rangers were hosted by the Houston Astros and uh, Martin Perez was on the mound and, you know, he's, at the moment, I would guess the I would say he's probably been the best pitcher the Rangers have had um, this year, and he had a good another good night on on Friday. Yeah, I thought he was uh, once again um, everything that Martin Perez has kind of been these last couple of years. Um, worked into the sixth, a couple of solo shots, um, and you know before he even went out there. Uh, they they st- staked into a nice little lead on a uh, Nathaniel Lowe double that uh, brought uh, Marcus Simeon around, who, uh, you know, scored a run in the first inning. Good sign. You know, you always love to see that. And, uh, um, you know, getting, getting Martin Perez an early lead, you like to see that. Let him pitch with some confidence. Um, they uh, They tacked on a couple of runs in the – 
third on an Adalis Garcia uh, two-run home run. Um, and I love that he got to uh, that he got to run the bases the second half with the fans booing like they they now they <laughs> knew what was happening you know like and like they just got um reviewed on that and they gave him a homer instead of a double and so that was you know that's nice to see and then you know what that home run does is it allows um, Martin Perez to go out there and challenge Jordan Alvarez in the in the bottom half of that inning and. Jordan does what he does to most people and takes him into those Crawford boxes because I think it's what like 187 feet down the third yeah, baseline there. Yeah, I was gonna, say, I was gonna, say, yeah, I was gonna like, say 220, but you know, yeah, maybe not even that. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, the like Rangers, the Rangers came back bottom or top half of the fifth inning. They got him a couple of more runs. Uh, um, that was when Bochi used the sack bunt that. That he admitted afterwards that he hates the sack butt, but it, I guess it was just one of those times. And and I think we might have been texting at that time, and and we both realized that like there's absolutely zero sack butt that ever happens there with Corey Seager. No. no. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but you get that sack butt down. Nathaniel Lowe dumps something into left field, and you know you got a five one, five one lead. Um, Bottom half of that inning, Maldonado catches him for another uh, another uh, solo home run, and then the Rangers did what good teams do, and they tacked on more runs late in the game. Josh Young with a with a single down the left field or off the uh, down, uh, to the left fielder Jordan Alvarez, mm-hmm. and uh, that allowed Marcus Simeon to score another run. So he had a couple of runs scored on the night. And uh, that uh, Rangers hold on to things and uh, nice six to two win Friday night to start things in Houston. Yeah. And, you know, uh, not trying to play spoiler here, but, but, you know, Marcus Simeon might, I mean, we, we talked, I don't know if we talked on air or off air about just that given that Seager's down, he's got to step up. No, it was a, it was a topic on the show. I'm pretty yeah, sure that and, we had that uh, that he needed to be he needed to be big, especially this month. Whenever uh, Corey Seager's down, yeah, and and man, was he big this weekend? This was just uh, uh, the first uh, first of it. And another topic I wanted to talk about too was Josh Josh Young flashing some serious defense, no errors yet in the season, and I really believe he's he's putting himself in a position. Um, I don't know if he's rookie of the year eligible, but I think we maybe he maybe is because we I think we predicted. Yeah, yeah, for yeah he has to be. He has to be. Yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> so rookie of the year eligible. Uh, he's actually it's not just Homer talk here. I mean, he's actually kind of elbowing his way in there uh, to be in the conversation for rookie of the year. And uh, again, we'll talk a little bit later about why because again, he flashed some serious defense over the weekend, which is not what he came up being known for. <clears throat> no, no, range. I think I think everybody thought that it might take his glove a little while to catch his bat, but um the way he's been playing it over there at third base, it may catch, it may take his bat a little bit to catch up to that glove right now cuz uh did you see the double play he turned to finish the game on Sunday night? Uh mm-hmm. lays out, comes up, yeah. goes to second, flips it through, you know, they flip it around. 
And that's a big time double play to finish Heck a big yeah. time series in a in a game that you really needed to win and not let it allow it to go any more pitches or anything like that and get your guys off the field and, and you know, I mean, there's just a lot to like about Josh Young at third base. And and it's not just not just uh his bat, which is kind of what we thought we were gonna hear. Um, it's, uh, it's also now he's made some mistakes and probably some balls that he would have said that that was an error on me, but overall he's been really good over at third base and, and, you know, I mean, kind of expected after seeing him work at Frisco, kind of seeing the work that he put in in Frisco a couple of years back, right after the pandemic to get himself in a position to, to be able to come up in 2022 and when the injury set him back there you know like i mean he he went straight back to that work and 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 you can tell that he's become an excellent defender to go along with a a a known bat guy right and another really nice night from the bullpen um uh, on friday night the dane dunning coming in still hasn't you know hadn't given up a run uh, didn't give up a run, and Will Smith and LeClerc all just uh, really clean and uh, shut down the Astros and protected that lead. So uh, all in all, just a great uh, a great Friday night. And uh, speaking of great Friday nights, I believe on Friday, May 26th, it's a Friday night, I believe. Am I correct? Yeah, Friday, May 26th. <laughs> it's going to be a great Friday night as well because yeah. uh, Matt War Pro in uh, conjunction with um, Texas Roughhouse Wrestling and Def Breath Entertainment will be back at the South Side Preservation Hall, um, right there. Uh, it's a uh, it's a stone's throw from, uh, from Kevin's house, so that that puts it on Allen and probably uh, I don't know. You know, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna guess. I'm don't not gonna it. guess here. Uh, don't do it. Um, so South Side Preservation Hall. Look it up. Not that hard. Gotcha. Google, anyway, Google, Google it. Google it while I'm telling you this in a commercial for the internet. But anyways, we'll be back. Southside Preservation Hall, Friday, May 26th. Slam and destroy all the fallout from Trouble on the Trinity 2. We've got Brick Savage. We've got Damo McCullough. We've got Brent McKenzie. And all of those guys had stuff happened at trouble yeah. on the trinity they're all going to be in the same building again for slam and destroy so get your tickets early this thing it it sold out last time it was at uh it was at 95 capacity at the Southside preservation hall it's going to be that way again this time so get your tickets now join us friday may 26th slam and destroy Southside Preservation Hall, Matt War Pro. Yeah, and don't forget also the tickets. You can there's a link to the tickets uh, on TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. So you can go to our website and click on that link right there, uh, right underneath uh, our introduction, and uh, you can get your tickets right there on our website. So don't forget to go check that out. And, and don't forget uh, <clears throat> Martin House Brewery, uh, one of mm. the sponsors. To Matt War Pro will be on hand. They're giving away free beer all night. Jeez, man. Well, we might have needed some free beer uh, on Saturday night because Texas Rangers um, 
continued their kind of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And uh, it wasn't, it was, it was a rough night all around. Um, obviously where we kind of played spoiler with John Gray a little bit earlier, but you know, good to know that he's healthy. He was putting together a pretty decent little night before he got knocked out of the game by a, a ball off his hand. But overall, just kind of a rough, a rough go at it uh, for the Rangers uh, in Houston. Well, you know, it didn't, uh, it didn't start too bad. Mm-mm. It started all right. The, <clears throat> the Rangers, uh, they got a little something going in the third. Uh, Jankowski and, and Tavares were out on the bases. Simeon gets him a single, drives in Jankowski, and then uh, Garcia singles behind uh, behind Simeon, which gets Tavares around, and uh, you know they get two out of that. They had uh, had the bases loaded, I believe, when Garcia singled, but um, they 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 just get the two out of it, and uh, um, you know you're thinking you're feeling pretty good about things. But then to start the bottom of the third, John Gray takes a, a ball off the hand, and you're starting to you're starting to worry about things. It uh, it looks pretty bad. I uh, I gotta admit, whenever Gray threw his glove down, and it, you know, kind of just it looked like it was gonna be for sure, you know, for sure losing him for the season. I thought for sure, or at least you know, six eight weeks six, eight months, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I thought he was down for the season for sure. But next thing you know, he's out there, he's throwing some warm up pitches. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. okay, well maybe, maybe we're just going to lose him. Maybe we're not even going to lose him at all. Right. And, uh, um, <clears throat> he ends up leaving the game, but uh, you know, we got the word down afterwards that it was just a, uh, just a contusion. Nothing was broken. And that uh, John Gray is going to make that next start. Um, that left the game to Cole Raggins. He kind of got mm-hmm. put in a, a little bit of a situation because Yiner Diaz, who hit that ball off of Gray, and uh, Mauricio Dubon gets on right behind him. And uh, uh, Raggins is able to get one out, but uh, Alvarez doubles up off that, uh, off the Crawford boxes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that allows that allows Diaz and Dubon to score, um, and uh, Raggins eventually works through that. But uh, the damage had been done. Bottom half of the inning, um, uh, Yiner Diaz uh, out on a sacrifice fly, um, but Pena scores to give. Uh, Houston the lead and then it kind of falls apart in the bottom of the seventh yeah and the uh the Astros score five off of the Rangers bullpen um but overall you know I mean it was a game they were kind of in until late and then you know the wheels just fell off in the seventh and you know you get out of there Raggins wasn't awful um uh you know you, you no, liked what you got you, you liked what you got out of uh John Gray, you probably asked Raggins for a little bit more than maybe he was, you know, had. But uh, he went out there and gave you, uh, what, four solid innings. Yeah. And then uh, Kennedy wasn't very good. And, uh, you know, Spores was what he was for the inning and two-thirds. But they were able to get, you know, 
what three and two thirds out of spores this weekend. Yeah, yeah, and, the wheels kind of fell off on Kennedy a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, we'll we'll just kind of see as it goes through and see how long he's here and how long he's uh, getting outs, but. You know, it might be something that's just a, a quick hiccup in a in a good season for a, a an old veteran. Right. And and you know, again, I, I think it was actually good experience for Cole Raggins. Um, all in all, to get out there in that situation, big time situation. And I don't think he did too bad. I mean, it'd have been nice if we could have picked a picked him up for, you know, a couple more runs. Like the, like I said, the Rangers are kind of like they either score a ton or they don't score hardly at all. And it'd have been nice to get some offense, but you know what? It's a three-game series, so you know it's and nothing to cry over. Skill. We skills did. Like we did get some. Uh, we did get some bochi entertainment value you last year, last night, or on a Saturday night as well, with yeah. him, uh, <laughs> with him, uh, basically calling the the umpire effing awful. Uh, but yeah, we got to see that first Bochy ejection. He wasn't having anything in that seventh inning, and I don't think he wanted to hang around to see what happened. And uh, he got spores in there, which I think they kind of knew was going to be the last uh, pitching move of the game. And uh, he throws a, a breaking pitch that basically was in the strike zone the entire time. He calls it a ball, and and Bochy's like, "That's effing awful." And uh, the next thing you know, he uh, he tells him to he kind of gives him the be quiet over there, or you say one more thing, and that was uh, just you know movement for Bochi to tell him he was effing awful one more time, and and then he uh, he, he throws him out of the game, and you know Bochi's going to get his money's worth, and he walked out there, got him a got him a nice five minute or on in in his ear. And, and let him know how effing awful he was. So, uh, <laughs> overall, uh, some entertainment value from from Bochi, and uh, it, you know, so it was nice to see that he he, he doesn't mind. Earlier in the show, we were talking about Evan Carter and just how much of on fire he's been for the Texas Rangers. And so, right now, I want to take a minute to tell you guys about uh, our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. So, if you like the show and you want more. Uh, content uh, down on the farm with the boys is our minor league news box score and updates and if you've already been listening to the show you know we're big into the minor leagues big into the farm and uh, this is where we're going to take the time to really go into the deep uh, the deeper things of the organization down east hickory uh, round rock and frisco and again frisco is the hottest team in minor league baseball right now uh, as far as pretty much everyone in baseball goes. So if you want to get more news and get extra content for the Texas Rangers and the organization as their minor leaguers go, just go on to our Spotify page and click subscribe. It's only $1.99 a month. Good stuff. And uh, let's jump right in to our final box score of the weekend. And this would be the victory dance where the Texas Rangers put a stomping on the Houston Astros in Houston. And we got to love it. Yeah, it's uh... – you know, big nine win, one nine one win for the Rangers on Sunday night. Uh, you know, this was a pitcher's duel for six innings, and really, you know, I mean, both Andrew Heaney and Frambier Valdez were both really, really good um, through through five innings. Uh, Valdez was good through a sixth inning. The Rangers moved to the pin in the sixth, but uh, in the seventh, the Rangers got to him a little bit, 
And uh, mm-hmm. it kind of, it all started with uh, um, just a couple of little, you know, hits and, and getting on, uh, getting on base and making him come out of the stretch and, and uh, kind of rush his game a little bit because it started with mm-hmm. a Nathaniel Lowe double. And then yep. uh, behind the double, Nathaniel Lowe wasn't able to move because uh, Garcia hit a ball to Jeremy Pena. And uh, Jeremy Pena, who's a gold glove shortstop, uh, he, he kind of, I don't know, throws one low to Jose yeah, Abreu. Yeah. Maybe a ball that, I mean, I thought he probably should have made the play on, but he didn't. I agree. And uh, the Rangers were able to catch a break right there, and they've got first and second, nobody out. And mm-hmm. uh, that kind of sped um, Valdez up a little bit. Josh mm-hmm. Young gets a single. No, everybody's station to station. And then Jonah Heim, who had the best at bats of the game last night, yes. I thought. I he thought awesome. his I thought his double when he was not fooled, he, he wasn't convinced that uh, Valdez was gonna throw him a curveball uh, in his first at bat and the second the second at bat, the walk was the walk. A, was a big time walk throw, as well. When he did throw the curveball, but he threw it out of the zone. And and he and yeah, and he was able to hold off on that. And then for him to take a four, uh, I think it ended up being a five pitch walk, but getting ahead three zero and uh, you know getting that walk that was that was a big that was a big deal I think. And then uh, mm-hmm. Grossman, the final touches as he gets a single that that we all know that Robbie Grossman needed. Right. Uh, ho- yeah. Hopefully yeah. that's the first of of you know ten out of his next twenty um, for Grossman, and that gets him moving a little bit. Uh, that gets to the bullpen. And you know uh, we're kind of we're kind of thinking, oh, here we go because Tavares flied out uh, down the left field line. Um, Jankowski struck out, and you're thinking, oh man, the Rangers may get just these two. Mm-hmm. Now, as, as nope. Nope. you know, <laughs> important as those two were, and you're thinking you still feel good about it. Simeon mm-hmm. falls falls behind uh, O two to. Um, uh, who who was it that they replaced him? Hector Hector Neris, yeah, yeah and and Neris he just threw a he threw a, a split finger that never never, never split split and <laughs> and it just stayed up in the zone and and Simeon hit it out into those short porches and uh, the the short porches that normally are the killer to the Rangers uh, they played killer to the uh, Astros as uh, Simeon hit that uh, uh, the grand slam to. To, to cap off that inning and, and put the Rangers up six nothing, and uh, you know that was just a, a huge inning, and it was all pretty much capped off by a guy that last week we we spent a, a, a good segment talking about how he needed to step up and be the guy for this thing while Simeon was down, and um, through one series, I gotta say that in the in the games that they won, this this thing kind of went the same way that Marcus Simeon went. Yeah, man. Like, I, what's funny is when he, all I was saying was when Jankowski was up, I was like, don't ground into a double play. Don't ground into a double play. Just get, give Simeon the chance to get up there because that's all I wanted to see was him get a shot uh, with the bases loaded. I didn't care if it was two outs. I was like, man, just get Simeon up there. Like, I'm going to believe in this guy, you know? And I was really, really excited when he came, when, uh, Jankowski didn't ground into a double play. I didn't care what happened. 
And so when he came up there, I was like, I was just chomping at the bit, just trying to stay kind of in a positive mindset and be like, all right, like if any, if there's any time he's going to do it, it's going to be right now. And man, when he hit that, when he hit that grand slam, you know how I am, man, I'm a, I'm an emotional guy. Yeah. You know, I'm jumping up out of my seat, screaming and yelling. Just probably because it's a- everyone in the house staring at you. Definitely. Definitely. And, but you know, great seasons, great teams, you know, great, you know, sports, you know, stuff is built on moments and, you know, moment by moment, these things happen. And for me, you know, if this team's going to be great, you're going to have to have moments every point in the season, because we've talked about it at length on the show, how important getting off to a good start is for the Rangers this year, well, especially. Well, and as important as that was, as important as it was for the Rangers to score those runs, that next half inning to mm-hmm. to get the stop that they got after yep. the uh, Pena doubled, Hensley walked, Myers walked. The Rangers go to uh, Hernandez, and he's you know he he gets Maldonado, gets Dubon, but then he gives up the walk to Bregman, mm. and then what's what that does is that he's pitched to three batters. Now it allows Bochi to go out and get the left hander out there against Alvarez. Oops. So excited and, when he did that, and I'm telling you that 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 was the mo that was the biggest moment of the game right there. Even though the Rangers mm-hmm. were up six to one, and all they could do was bring them within a run, that was mm-hmm. still a huge moment right there because Alvarez is that guy. He's that guy, you know. He's the guy yep. that everybody, you know, when he's up, uh, the whole world stops to watch what he's doing. And when he hit a ball just right at the third base, you know, you're mm-hmm. kind of thinking, all right, we we got him here, and we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna get through this thing and we're gonna win this ball game and that's kind of what happened and 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 the Rangers added again added some more late in the game, which mm-hmm. uh, you know never hurts and um, a very good win in front of a national crowd tonight. So everybody or last night everybody had to watch the Rangers beat the Astros last night and you know I don't think yes. there's that I don't think there's that many people that are that sad about it. No, no, definitely not. And it was nice to hear the announcers finally kind of saying stuff like, are you believing in this team yet? I think we are, but I think I think the, the rest of the nation is uh, catching up before we... And David Cohn said something last night on the broadcast that, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of like what we had been talking about, that like Texas is making itself a destination and, mm-hmm. and um, Bochi and Maddox and the new ballpark and mm-hmm. the winning ways and throwing some money around. And all of a sudden there's going to be a lot of people that want to play in Texas over the course of the next several years. Right. Just an exciting time uh, to be a Rangers fan. We've been saying it. We're going to keep saying it. Also one more quick thing about the game. Nice, nice outing for the bullpen as well. The bullpen has held, held it down in their two victories. Um, and again, just aside from kind of the quick hiccup with Ian Kennedy and then that seventh inning of the, on Saturday night, um, the bullpen was pretty good overall. And again, we've talked also about how, yes, we need, we need all facets of the game, starting pitching. We need offense. We need defense. And we definitely need bullpen. And bullpen was a big question mark uh, coming into the season. Not sure if it's still answered completely, but uh, nice job uh, holding on to those wins. And like you said, the inning, the the bottom of the seventh was just as big as the top of the seventh. So, yep. um you know, exciting Monday, a uh, lot to, a lot of stuff to be excited about. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Probably a little long on the long winded on the show tonight, but, or today, but who cares? You know, when you have a weekend like this, this is the time to get excited. This is probably when you guys want to listen the most. 
Uh, you got anything else you want to say before we sign on out of here? Yeah, it's Jacob DeGrom Monday. So uh, tonight Woo. on the Hill, Jacob DeGrom. So after a big weekend of kicking the crap out of the Astros, we get to throw J- Jacob DeGrom to the <laughs> – or send Jacob DeGrom to the Hill in Kansas City. So uh, looking forward to that tonight. How big is it? We beat the Astros at home in Houston without DeGrom and without Seager. For, I mean, for, and is... the first, first series win in Houston since 2018 – yeah, man. Wow. Wow. It's a big what deal. What a time to be alive. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for Rangers fans. Um, maybe not for Houston, but it's a big deal for us. Um, but yeah, so don't forget to check us out on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can see us at, you can catch us at TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And uh, also, we're going to put up a poll. Tell us if you want t-shirts. We would love to get you some t-shirts and don't forget to subscribe to down on the forum with the boys, our exclusive content dollar 99 a month to learn more about the Texas Rangers minor league system and the prospects that you will be seeing over the next uh, half a decade to a decade. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you guys tomorrow night. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.